A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today it is my absolute immense pleasure to be, uh, I don't know what the word is, talking, chatting, conversing, it doesn't really matter what the word is, does it? It's the energy that we're going to create and believe me listeners, we are going to create an energy, a really positive, vibrant, smiling energy. So without further intrigue, who is this we? Who's the other half of this we? Well, it's a gentleman called Scott Carson, a guy trying to be the very best he can be. And he's based in Melbourne, Australia. Scott, without waxing lyrical any further, a very, very warm welcome to you, sir. Paul, thank you. I'm... Let me put it this way. Sometimes in life you do things and you're not quite sure why you do them, but you do them anyway. And sometimes you've got to get out of bed really early just to connect with people. But my, is it worth it? Because it's time to reconnect. It's mm. time to bridge that gap. That time is now. It all starts with a smile. Thank you so much for being here and having me on with you today. So, listeners, what Scott and I, uh, what we thought was, we, we were chatting sort of, you know, on our first introduction, isn't it? And I'm just going to fly off at a little bit of a tangent here and say that I don't know if you've ever experienced this or to what degree, but, you know, sometimes you meet somebody and it can be virtually, you know, I mean, I'm in Spain, Scott's in Australia. And so it is a virtual meet, but you actually, within a matter of seconds, know that you've got a deep, deep, and I mean deep, connection with that person, even though that the miles separate you physically. Scott and I enjoyed that experience very recently, that kind of knowing almost, you know, I hasten to use the term, I don't want to kind of get too carried away with the expletives on this listeners, but that soulmate connection, that deep, right, you two brothers need to be brought back together because you've got work to do for the betterment of the universe. So crack on, boys, crack on. And we just accept it. And it's been one of those listeners where, you know, I can't get past the simple language of deep connection. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, as is our way, and you'll find Scott the same. I mean, he'll fly off at tangents as well. We are kindred spirits in that respect, listeners. Um, anyway, enough of that, enough of that. But what we thought was in, in one of our initial chats, um, we talk about the concept of two flies on a wall and what that paints a picture of, hopefully, listeners. Imagine you've been involved in dialogue with whoever about whatever, and you look up on the wall or on the ceiling, and there's a couple of flies. Now, this might be my over creative imagination, but I've oftentimes thought, I wonder what those two flies are thinking, listening to me and this person talk around X or Y or Z. And I bet they're having a right old conversation with themselves, thinking, listen to them too. What on earth are they on about? So that's where me and Scott are going to, uh, we're going to start today, listeners. Scott, two flies on the wall. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, listeners, but I've been sitting here with my hand over the mic laughing so hard. <laughs> two flies on a wall and when we first spoke Paul we we just imagined those two flies and then we went off on a tangent and we dreamed and then we looked around we saw each other and we had a conversation and we had a conversation about source and about where where we get our energy from and then we went off on another tangent two flies on a wall just sharing the common the common love of people. I just I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect, and I know I've hit that a couple of times already. And it's something for me that's just so important. Like 
to meet somebody instantly, to enjoy the connection, to feel that connection in your heart, Make sure you know that you're on the right path. Make sure you know that you're a part of something that is worth being a part of. Two flies on the wall. I can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> and by the way, listeners, I haven't got a clue where it's going to go myself, but uh, that's part eight. Isn't that the epitome of living in the moment? Life's fresh, it's vibrant, rather than being stuck around the predictability, well, actually, Scott, I know what's going to happen. No, you don't, Paul. No, you don't. Or if you do, then it ain't going to be a very good conversation. Be vibrant, listeners. Be in the moment. Whatever that uncertainty, you know, many times, as you know, I've, I've advocated now, and I really believe it passionately, embrace uncertainty because it's there. It ain't going to change because we don't like it or we don't understand it or it doesn't fit in with our model of the world. Change is ever, ever, ever evolving. Every second, every moment, every day. And we've got to dance to that tune. The orchestra is not going to play a different tune because we don't like it. So it's time for us to learn to dance, Scott, isn't it? And on that note, blimey, the puns are coming out thick and fast here. On that note, Scott, I don't know why, but intuitively, I'd like to suggest that we start on this Two Flies on the Wall around the concept of music, lyrics, love songs, whatever. I don't know any songs. Any thoughts about that, Scott? Is that landing on you? No, I love it. Like, I, And I, I can feel you on this because it's something that, in life, and I, I'm only just recently starting to sort of understand flow a little bit better. But dancing to life, and if you think like it's, I know you're in Spain, Paul, and I just, I one of the things that I, I enjoyed as a young guy that I'm looking forward to getting back to at some point is learning to salsa dance. It's awkward when you first start, as you feel the rhythm, and you even getting your left and right feet not quite right. The dance of life. You're getting your left and feet, left and right feet not quite right. But it's okay. You keep practicing. You keep practicing. You're holding your partner with admiration. You're gaining confidence. You've got your partner in your arms. The left foot goes forward, followed by your right. Right foot goes back, followed by your left. That dance of life, you start to feel it. Your partner's smiling at you. You're enjoying that, that, that rhythm. It's enjoying this dance. Then your teacher comes over and teaches you a new one. <laughs> Time for a change. Yeah. You're back, you're back putting that left foot wrong, that right foot wrong. But you start to get the hang again. Start to get that flow. The dance of life is magnificent. It's so much better when we embrace the lessons. We embrace our partners. We do it together. I'm picturing a dance floor with people smiling, enjoying the rhythm of life. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, I'm in my in my mind, and I hope you can feel it. <laughs> the uh, so, what about music, Scott? I mean, has there been any influences over the years? Um, particularly strong influences around music in your life. I mean, you know, I, I certainly uh, have had some very uh, strong uh, well influences in that respect. What about yourself, Scott? Anything landing there? Yeah, definitely. But I'm going to open you up first, if that's okay, Paul. What's what's been your strong influences in your life? Musically, um, wow. And I am a you know music. I all, almost feel stroke feels got there's an untapped musician waiting to get out. You know, um, it, was it um, Wayne Dyer, Doctor Wayne Dyer, the great Doctor Wayne Dyer, who coined the phrase "Don't die with your music still inside of you." And 
I kind of resonate that. I mean, you know, in many respects, Scott, just as you're synonymous or certainly are in my book with the smile and smiling, you know, for me, what I resonate with deeply is music and singing and I'm more particular. So, you know, I don't play a musical instrument, but I love to sing. I absolutely love to sing. And more specifically, ballads. I love, love ballads. You know, that deep, meaningful, soulful connection. You know, oftentimes I'll jump on a call and it can be a business call where I've probably met the person for maybe even only the, the, the second time. I, I did it once for the first time. I jumped straight on a call and it was a business focused call and I just burst into song. <laughs> what was the song? A Million Love Songs. Go for it. Well, I shall park that thought for a moment. But on, um, on many of the other sort of occasions, Scott, I do that anyway, because I do want to open up this singing, um, this singing, this musical, this, this exchange of energy. You know, we talk about dancing. We talk about emotion. You know, this is the heart of life, isn't it? This is real. You know, whether we can sing or not, who really cares? Let the outside world stick a label on that's called judgment. Who really cares? Um, I'm with I'm with you all the way on that. I'm I'm a tradesman. I, I spent 27 seven years building swimming pools and as a steel fixer. And some of my happiest memories in in construction have been working with the boys, singing away, singing poorly but just so happy to be around each other. And if, if you walk past a building site and you, you hear somebody singing and then other boys getting involved, it just, oh, it just, it, it's something special when people are enjoying themselves singing, yeah. you know? And it's quite often, the voices aren't the greatest, but it's the attitude that it comes with. If you're singing with your heart and, it's, and you're enjoying it, oh, like, I love it. I grew, I grew up on um, Billy Joel and uh, Aretha Franklin and Dean Martin, you know, and I just, I love the style. I love, I love the storytelling in a song. Yeah. The way it makes you feel. And at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on Rag and Bone Man and Pink and just the way they make you feel. And at the moment, I'm doing a lot of running. And uh, this month, where uh, I'm just doing 10 kilometers every day, and uh, we're extending that into next year. But just as I'm running, the difference the music makes when I'm enjoying the music, I'm enjoying the moment, and it just lifts you. You feel lighter. Your heart's singing. I love when that 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 the. the big song from Rag and Bone Man just comes out. Like at the moment, there's one he does with Bastille and we're not confident enough to give you any notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. But geez, there's something magical when your heart's singing. And just to pick up the thread, um, Scott, of what you, you know, the question you ask about me to give the steer on that, was as a uh, as a young child growing up, my my upbringing was very very turbulent, very dark, and I found a lot of solace in music, but particularly in the in the the gospel music of people like Johnny Cash, that somber reflection of how this is what I perceived at the time, and kind of to a small very small degree still do as I. I reflect upon that early strong influence in life, but that that darkness of life, and but not realizing at the time that you know out of dark earthy soil grows beautiful flowers in the spring. And you know, some would say <laughs> the more inverted commas crap you put on the ground, the better the flower grows. It's called manure, I think, is the technical term for it. Just a thought. But just to go back, uh, Scott, to the Johnny Cash. See, I am going to open up with a few notes because that's what I like to do. And, um, you know, so let's start, listeners. I don't profess to be a singer. 
whether you, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy the spirit of what's unfolding here. You know, as these two flies on the wall are buzzing away, buzzing away, listeners. So this one's very sombre. And I'll just, I'll, I'll create a little bit of a medley around Johnny Cash's gospel stroke sombre approach to life because it will get lighter. And there's a story in there. I love what Scott said around with storytellers. Music, lyrics are storytelling. That's what the attraction is for me. So let's have a go at the Johnny Cash. Well, my daddy left home when I was three and it didn't leave much for my ma and me, just an old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did, before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, how do you do? And then on the back of that one was a long dark veil. Ten years ago, on a cold, dark night, someone was killed beneath town hall light. There were a few at the scene, but they all agreed that the slayer ran. But a lot like me, she walks these hills in a long dark veil. She visits the grave as the cold winds wail. Nobody knows, nobody sees, nobody knows but me. The judge said, son, if you've an alibi, if you were somewhere else, you don't have to die. I spoke not a word, though it meant my life. I'd been in the arms of my best friend's wife. So there's a couple, Scott, from the Johnny Cash that really set, you know, was, was the influence of my my childhood at a time when it was dark and it was desperate. And that somberness, and I keep using that word, of, but there was somewhere within that, you know, was that that hope, that release, that energetic release. That, and that's what music's given me. And then I coined a phrase, and I don't know where it come from in later life, only sad songs make you cry. And I often, you know, for years, I thought, where did that phrase come from? Only sad songs make, make you cry. And I used to quote it to people. Well, what do you really mean, Paul? I don't know. I don't know what I mean. Well, where did you get that phrase from? I don't know. Maybe I ought to have asked the two flies on the wall stop. Maybe they could have told me. But only sad songs. And then what I realised later on in life, that was a reflection for where my world was at. I was actually sad because of that inner child that had been abused, battered, neglected, hurt, vilified. And that was a reflection of him actually saying, I'm sad, but I love music. So I'll play sad music. Just, just, yeah, but it does get lighter, listeners. It does get lighter and, you know, and the beat goes on. Any thoughts around that, Scott? Oh, plenty of, plenty, plenty, plenty of thoughts. And you've taken me back into, back into my mind. And I just want to honour you for, for singing with your heart. You know, I've recently only learned Johnny Cash. I've like really listened and, and paid attention to him and paid attention to the pain and the man in black, the only more black for every man and child that didn't have a voice. I only wear black with a big yellow smiley on the front, mm. sunshine emerging from the darkness because the light binds, excuse me, <laughs> the light shines brightest in our darkest moments. Yeah. And I listen to Johnny Cash and I listen to the stories and I listen to his heart. And I'm really proud of him for finding a voice. And, I look, and this fly is looking at that and he's looking around. He's looking around at the human race. It's time to shine. The man wears black for every man, woman and child that hasn't got a voice. 
I think we're in a time of life right now that there's been enough lessons and it's time to understand the emotional opportunities in life. Like you, Paul, I didn't grow up overly in an overly pleasurable environment for a long time. And as you were talking then, I was going back to the songs that hit me in my heart. And I'll never forget the day I was sitting on a couch <clears throat> at the house where a family took me in. I was on the streets at 14 and I had another family take me in who taught me how to love by just being there. They didn't say anything, no pressure. Just let me be me. Don't know if they understood. I'd like to catch up with them and find out, but I'll never forget sitting on the couch with Melza, my, my, my heart, <laughs> and listening to Tony Child and shedding tears because we felt connected to a song. It was just a moment in time, but it lives in my heart. Mm. And that's what a story can do. It's a moment in time. And I don't measure my life in minutes and hours. I measure it in moments. Those yeah. little moments that really hit my heart. Some of them, some of them aren't easy. Some of those opportunities in life have been really difficult. But it's a moment in time. I love those moments in time. Thank you for taking me there with your rendition of Johnny Cash. <laughs> and on those moments in time, Scott, and, and I'm, that's a really beautiful segue to say that every day, do we not have 86,400 moments in time to invest every single day uh, with the blessedness of source, that gift of being present? Interesting how the word presence and gift run very aligned. <laughs> I'm just laughing and smiling and enjoying that. It's the number one thing that I love. We all love presence. We all love presents. We love gifts. It's the best thing we've got for one another. Yeah. Our presence. Yeah. To be in a moment. To feel another in a moment. To be in a moment is a gift. It's presence. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm smiling a lot right now. <laughs> 86,400 moments, bracket seconds in every day, Scott, to invest. And you know what? We might have a moment of, you notice how the tone of my voice has dropped because I use that energetic word somber. That's took me to a place of relative somberness. But I can tell you that of those 86,400 moments I've, I've got to invest, and already some great investments have been made in this conversation with you, Scott, I've used some of that, that daily currency. Imagine it as a pound or a euro or a rupee or whatever the Australian dollar, whatever the currency is, and you've got 86,400 of those every single day. Invest them wisely. And if you do make a bad investment because you've gone into or like I have a more somber mood or a more, you, you know, you've made what you perceive harshly self-judging to be a mistake. Well, OK, so you've put two or three euros or, or Aussie dollars or whatever it is into a bad investment. But that's OK, because you've still got all the other all the other remaining amounts to spend on the day. So, and then the next day and the next day, but we get bogged down on our one, what we perceive as a mistake, Scott, don't we? And that's what music allows me to do. If I do something or I get angry or frustrated, somebody cuts me up at the traffic lights or nearly causes an accident, for that split second, I release that energy, not to the point where I get out of the car and go nuts, but it's like, I'll even growl to myself like a, a beer 
um, but it's releasing the energy. Then two or three seconds later, I'm okay. I'm okay. I love it, Paul. I love it because, you know, we're talking about investing right now. We're investing in our seconds. We're investing in our moments in time. We all know what our return on investment is. What's our return on emotion? Yeah. Because the traffic lights, I love it. I'll just share with you a brief story about my son and I. I, I just, I love this because the one thing that we work hard on is to change the energy that comes at us because sometimes people are having a tough time and, and that's okay. We appreciate that because I've had my tough times. I still will have tough times. I will still have things I need to work through. But we love it when somebody toots at us because we didn't quite get something right. And if we catch up to them, we toot back and wave, you know, hi. And every single time, that frustration that they had, they wave back. They go, oh, hi. And then they realize that it was the people they just tooted at. <laughs> yeah. And, we're, and we give our return on emotion. We're not taking that emotion of frustration. We're giving them love back because we deserve that. We deserve to be open to the opportunity to love one another, even when we're frustrated. <laughs> what does the other fly on the wall think about that? Well, I think feel, I love the word feel. Scott, I resonate much more. You know, it's interesting when I, I hear the word and I say the word think, I automatically then default. It's almost like I put the car in the wrong gear. And it's like, okay, Paul, you put it in second gear. You should be in fourth now. That fourth gear, that higher gear is called feel. <laughs> I, I'm with you on this. I'm, I'm, this is something I'm passionate about because the opportunities in life that get locked into our head are about thinking. And it's, it's but when we get past the head, come into the heart and we say, okay, so that's what I'm thinking. How do I feel about this? You become curious. You start to feel it in other parts of your body. You're not in your head. Okay, how am I feeling about this? Feelings are here to help us. They're emotions. They help guide us on the opportunity of life. Oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this. Why? What is it that's making me feel uncomfortable? Hmm. Well, I feel, I feel like I may not be safe. Or I feel like I'm not trusted right now. Great. Do you want to feel trusted? Hmm, maybe, maybe not. And that's okay. Just notice because you're no longer thinking, you're feeling. When you're feeling, you're vibrating higher because you're not stuck in your head thinking. Our computers, our, our the opportunities inside our heads had to be so heavy. When we go deeper into our feelings, they can also be heavy, but we can open them up. There's nothing better than sharing with somebody how you're feeling because you can connect into them. I love it. If you're just thinking it, didn't you? If you're feeling it, we can do that. <laughs> the, I'm going to do something now, listeners. I'm going to do something that actually, using that, that S word, should, uh, or in this case, should not. Apparently, podcast hosts should never horror, horror, 
horror should never give a date because episodes are supposed to be timeless. I'm going to give a date on this one. I'm going to break the rules. What a tinker I am. What a tinker breaking the rules. How dare you, Paul? How dare you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> and, and, to, and to frame this and say, today, this episode is gone live for the first time on Thursday, the 30th of December, 2021. Obviously, a few hours before New Year's Eve. We're about to embark upon 2022, a new year, a new opportunity. And many, I mean, every moment, 86,400 moments, they're there all the time. We don't have to wait till the new year. But I know for a lot of people in, in the world, that New Year's Day becomes symbolic of a new chapter, a new book. So I want to capture that spirit and that essence, Scott, and take us as those two flies to say, okay, then, dare I say McFly one, what does 2022 look like for us? What, what, what are these guys talking about 2022 and beyond and the future for humanity, for all living beings? What does that look like? So we can take it as read that we'll be smiling one way or another because of all the benefits that gives us. And you know far more about that than, than I do. But I just like to smile and sing anyway. Um, yeah, let's, let's explore that, Scott. Let's explore as we embark upon 2022. Let's go into a voyage of discovery there. Hey, McFly. Hey, McFly. Do you notice 2021, there was a lot of fear. Did you notice that, McFly? I wonder what love would do. I wonder if we ask the questions, what would love do in this situation? What would life look like if we chose the tool of love and appreciation over fear? What do you reckon, McFly? Mm. I reckon it's a choice that no matter how we perceive life is happening to us, actually, just let life happen through us. Because whatever's happened in that moment, it's gone now. It's only our mind, isn't it, that clings to it. Right, that's never going to happen to me again. And by the way, I'm going to get revenge on that. How dare he or she or they do that to me? You know, that victim mentality rather than, okay, it's passed through me. I'll take the lessons from it and I'm going to move on, which I think is tantamount to growth. But unless we have these awareness of, of reframing reframing the world our model of the world you know i would say if we wear dark sunglasses everything's going to appear dark so why don't we just take the sunglasses off then because after all guys it's midnight we don't need the sunglasses on at midnight no we do not and i'm going to wear my rose colored glasses because i love roses they smell beautiful the petals are so soft. Love the feel of them on your skin. Roses are red, my love. Violets are blue. Sugar is sweet, my love, but not as sweet as you. Long time ago, my friend. I fell in love with you. So anyway, I digress. I digress, Scott. I digress. Yeah, these little outbursts will, um, you know, there are, I've spent a little bit more of my 86,400. <laughs> I love it. 2022. We're back into 2022. We're looking at the opportunity that is. The opportunity that is to focus our investment. How are you going to invest you? What are you going to invest in? I'm going to invest in people. Yeah. 
I think people are amazing. You know, I've never met anybody who hasn't added value to my life. I'll repeat that. I have never, ever met anybody who hasn't added value to my life. From a bloke who was on the streets at 14, that's an ex-London party boy, to running things with a steel fist as a steel fixer and just really a hard-nosed individual that's learnt life and is so appreciative now because a man told me that he loved me and I didn't know how to handle that. How is that possible? How is that possible that I've been meeting all kinds of people? Every single person has added value to my life. Because even if they're teaching me what I don't like, that's still adding value to my life to show me what I don't want. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, if I can be allowed to share, listeners, so just some of the, the glints in my eye around 2022. You know, I'm currently based in Spain. I've been here for nine years. My relationship with Spain is coming to an end. It's been beautiful. I am so, so, so grateful for the, the last nearly 10 years of my life and the Spanish experience. It was something I wanted to do from an early age. I've done it. And, and I know now... Not logically, but intuitively, it's time to move on. I feel a calling elsewhere in the world. Where is that? Don't know. With whom? Don't know. When? 2022. What month? Don't know. I'm not into the semantics of, oh, um, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to execute it. I'm going to give you an exact date. No, 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 no. Because isn't there an old saying, Scott, that man makes a plan and then the universe, she laughs. Listening to the universe is such an important part of my life these days. And I'm going to listen to it more next year. 2022, I have an opportunity to reconnect. I'm on a mission to start 10,000 conversations. Why 10,000 conversations, you reckon, Paul? Do you know why? I'm intrigued or I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become proficient in something. They say it takes 10,000 steps to stay fit and healthy. And if you listen to Justin Bieber, it takes 10,000 hours to earn that sweetheart of yours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so I think 10,000 conversations going to go a long way into reconnecting our communities. So on October 3rd next year, I'm going to run from Sydney to Melbourne, handing out 10,000 pairs of socks to say thank you to everybody for doing their best. Say, so we all have dark days. That's okay. Salve Bona. I see you. I can't wait to reconnect. I can't wait to connect. Like we have, Paul, two flies on a wall sitting here looking over life, reflecting on a year that's been opening up the opportunities of what we want to see next year. And who knows what's going to be on the, on the agenda. We've got plans. But the universe has got her way of making sure that we uh, get some curveballs thrown at us. Yeah. Let's just step up to the plate and have a swing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just listening to you, what you're saying there, Scott, you know, World Game Changers would love to be a part of that. You know, that one initiative you've spoke around there, you know, let's look at this co-creation, this collaboration. What might that look like? How can we serve beings, humanity? How can, how can we, you know, two, two is better than one. Four is better than two. You know, that compounding effect of let's drop that. Let's you and I build up metaphoric pebbles Scott, that have been dropped into the pond and the ripples, and we are just two of many. You know, we've got World Game Changers, you've got your network. Let's join hands and let's make 2022 a notable, notable investment year. Every one of those 86,400 moments counts times 
365. I think it's 365. Next year's not a leap year, is it? But anyway, irrespective, listeners, uh, I'm sure you get the point. I'm sure you get the point. And that love that you allude to, Scott, that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about. I love it, Paul. I love the idea of taking each other's hand. I love the idea of just getting over the hill together. Mm. What's on the other side? Can we imagine? Can we dare to dream? Can we take that hope? Can we make those 86,400 seconds moments in time? Mm. So let me take you by the hand and lead you through the streets of London. Let me show you something that'll make you change your mind. So how can you tell me you're lonely and say for you that the sun don't shine? Every time you say certain words, Scott, it, it triggers a song or a line. And I almost want to be rude and cut across you and just dive in and sing it. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. That's what this is about. If your heart's singing, we're connecting. Yeah. Sing away, Paul. Sing away. <laughs> so in terms of, let's use the word co-creation, let's use the word collaboration, because listeners, isn't this what it's all about? You know, in this moment, this, yes, Scott and I are, we're dancing, we're conversing, we're, you know, we're smiling, we're laughing, we're joking. Hopefully, you know, you, you're enjoying this and being part of this this vibrant relationship. This is just two guys, you know, on a planet of seven and a half, nearly eight billion. Just imagine that, you know, two becomes four, becomes eight, 16, 32. You know, you do the maths. You do the maths. But it's not about the maths. It doesn't matter. Life's a very, 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 very simple game. It really is. It's only us that complicate it. Let's take that complication, strip it out and say, do you know what? Let's learn to kiss the sun and touch the moon, just as children do. Children, do, Young children don't worry about X or Y. They just, they're in the moment. That childlike curiosity, they nail it. They're there. Let's get back to those halcyon days. Let's smile more. Let's laugh more. Let's joke more. Let life happen through us not to us. And so, yet again, Scott, if I can just be allowed to be a touch self-indulgent, you know, some of my intentions, I'm not going to use the word plans, I use the word intentions for 2022. You know, I'm going to relocate, I'm going to have a small time, it might be a lifetime, back in my native UK. I leave Spain next year. I leave Spain after this beautiful love affair. Time to move on. Thank you so much, Espana for what you've given me. Thank you. The culture, everything that's gone with it, the, the Mediterranean lifestyle, the palm trees, Lasagna Beach, whatever. Thank you so, so, so much. 2022, Scott, I want to share with you and listeners, not from an ego point of view, but hopefully from an inspiration point of view. These are some of the twinkles I've got in my eyes. Salsa dancing you mentioned earlier on. Scott, I'm with you. I want to be learning to salsa dance. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be joining a band somewhere. I want to be a vocalist in a band and sing mainly gospel stroke ballad type songs. That's what's strongly in me. I know it is. And to quote Wayne Dyer, I will not die with my music still inside me. Whether the people think I can sing or enjoy it or not, let them be the judge of that. I'm the captain of my own ship and I whistle my own tune. And if people like it, hey, follow me. I'm the Pied Piper. Can't you see? Just a thought. Don't know where that one come from. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and it really doesn't. But I'm just, I, I, like, I love it because next year, you know, we're setting intentions. You know, we're December 30, we're 24 hours away from a new, a new opportunity, a new opportunity to grow. For me, it's a new opportunity to touch hearts. I want to touch hearts this in the coming year. 
I want to connect in. I want to feel. You know what's just what's just struck me, Scott, picking up on, and apologies for jumping in there, but this really hit me very strongly in this moment. And I know we've kind of spoke about it a little bit off here, that to be able to use this energy, this this gift, this presence that's been bestowed upon us, you know, in other words, life is happening through us. Wouldn't it be great if you and I could do a mini series at least throughout January and pick on a topic? I don't know, whatever the topic, mate, it doesn't matter what it is. There's a trillion topics we could pick on and two flies on the wall. Oh, let them just kind of observe, create, co-create. That's where the magic happens. Any thoughts about that, Scott, about us using this first initial um, I don't know what the word is. I don't care what the word is, listeners. What's in a word? Does it matter? You know, this is not an academic English exam. And we don't, sometimes words aren't required. Sometimes we go back to that feeling. It yeah. feels right, Paul. Yeah. Two flies sitting on a wall, observing. I'm not quite sure what's going on over there. Let's go and have a look. Yeah. You know, and, and there again, to quote what another one of Wayne Dyer's, what you just said there, picking up on that thread, Scott, a moment or two ago, and, and Wayne, said, Wayne said, those that know do not speak, which, which means that actually you and I probably don't know too much because we've done a hell of a lot of speaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, cause I sat with that in that moment, right? And I go, hmm. Where's my judgment on that? Because I don't know. And I know that I, the more I learn, the more I realise I don't know. But do I speak now? Do I not speak? Because I want to listen and I want to learn. I want to hear what Paul's got to say on that. And it's interesting because speaking gives us the opportunity to touch hearts. Yeah. But so often it's in the listening. Yeah, absolutely. It really grow. Yeah. And listening just to listen rather than listening to, well, I've got to give an answer. No, you haven't, given, you haven't got to give anything. But we struggle with silence as humans, Scott, don't we? We struggle with that, you know, that silence is golden. We struggle with that generally. But if we can learn to be in that presence, listeners, of Get used to embracing uncertainty. Get used to solitude and silence. There is so, so, so much peace in there. I have to, I have to share this with listeners. This is a moment in time that was prolific with my son. Uh, in Melbourne, just on the outskirts, there's a re Californian redwood forest that was set up to see how redwoods would grow in Australia, and they're all planted uh, symmetrically. It just it's beautifully laid out. We were there; we we're the only ones there on this day, and it was magnificent. We walk around, and local artists create birds' nests with all the sticks that fall, and it's it's just silent. My son and I are walking around looking for wisdom sticks so that we can take home and sit and talk with our wisdom sticks when we need to sit and have conversations. I actually ended up making a table with those wisdom sticks. But the moment in time was I was standing there and we heard a... A carillon flew in through the trees in a dead silence. And you could hear the flaps of the wings. I said to Oscar, I said, hear that? He goes, yeah, I heard that. I said, great, keep quiet. Hopefully it'll take off again. And it did, it took off again. And we heard that flap, flap, flap. I said, isn't it funny, Oscar? There's too much noise in our lives hear a bird fly he looks at me and goes dad that is so cool I said I think we need to sit in the silence a little bit more <laughs> yeah. what a moment in time 
and the simplicity of that, Scott, the simplicity which leads to the power of that, the power of that. What are we not hearing in the noise? Yeah, the confusion, the, the distractions, the chaos. Yeah. As we start to draw towards a close here, Scott, smile. I want to sing a little song, if I may. Please. And uh, you, might, you might be conversant with this word. Might, be, might resonate with you. I don't know. Uh, it's called simply made uh, famous by the, the late, great Nat King Cole. And the, and the lyrics are along the words, smile. You might know about that concept, Scott. I don't know. I think you do. <laughs> anyway, here we go, listeners. I never profess to be Nat King Cole, but I'm going to enjoy this. Hopefully you will too. So, smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, smile and maybe tomorrow, you'll see the sun come shining through for you. Light up your face with gladness, hide every trace of sadness. Although a tear may be ever so near, that's the time you must keep on trying. Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile. If you just smile, that's the time you must keep on trying. Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile. If you just smile. Thank you, Paul. I am smiling. And I would say, listeners, that's dedicated to the man. I call him the smiling man, Scott. He's the smiling man. And because he does bring so much joy, he certainly lit up my life. And uh, I'm so privileged to, ha to have him in my presence as a gift. As listeners, I count you in that, even though, and that might sound a bit corny, but... It's that knowing, and this, I suppose, is where Wayne dies right, that knowing of not speaking, because words don't adequately reach this. How can you talk about strangers listening, you know, so-called strangers you've never met, and then thank them for being in your life? Well, you can, and maybe that's a thought provoker. Maybe that's a conversation for two flies on the wall. Well, actually, Paul, you're thanking people you've never even met. That's ridiculous. Hmm, is it? What are many thoughts? I I want to jump on that for a second, Paul, if I can, because I love thanking people for doing their very best because I know everybody is. I know everybody's doing their best. I really appreciate it. As we come towards that proverbial close, Scott, on what's been, uh, well, I certainly feel it's, you know, I can only take ownership, listeners, of my own, you know, how I'm viewing the world, what space I'm in, that, you know, I'm only responsible for that. Um, but it's been, you know, yet again, words fail. I think the, you know, the modern, um, the, the standard word would be enjoyable. It's beyond enjoyable. Sometimes, as, as Scott quite rightly said, you know, things happen, we meet people, events happen, situations, whatever it is. And we just know that words are, it's like, don't insult the situation with words. And here I am rambling on, trying to find, umbling and bumbling, trying to find the word. There is no words. There are no words. Just to say, Scott, thank you. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much. 2022 is going to be monumental in many ways because we have a choice 
no matter what happens to us, we have a choice to let it happen through us. Take the learning and move on. You know, it's a bit like a world champion boxer. He or she, they can take that left hook and let it floor them, or they can take the pain because in that pain, there's learning. And isn't it true? Just as the sky holds sometimes dark clouds or the sunshine or both, they will both pass. The ever remaining constant is the sky. And that's what we are, listeners. We're a beautiful, beautiful sky. It might be dark at night because the sun's gone down, but it'll rise again in the morning. Scott, I want to invite you in to share any contact details that you may have. Our listeners can find out more about you, the work that you do, the invaluable work that you do. I mean, I'm certainly intrigued. Or is the word intrigued, listeners? You decide. Let's be creative about the work you do, Scott. Any contact details? Yeah, thank you very much. The Business of Smiles, www.ihopeyouaresmiling.com. We're here to connect. We're here to touch hearts. We're here to be present for one another. And I really want to honor you. Go I on, really want to honor you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I really want to honor you, Paul. I, I want to honor you for touching my heart straight away and, and, and the connection that, you know, in, in, in a society today that we have social distancing, to be so connected to a man that I've met in a moment, that I've shared my heart with in a moment. My appreciation to you for being in my heart is amazing. Thank you so much. As is the way on the uh, listeners, as you know, you've heard this many, many, many times before. Um, And so we bring the World Game Changes podcast to a close for 2021. We'll all have our own thoughts about whether it's been a good year, a bad year, an indifferent year, whatever it's meant to us, that's that's a very intimate experience for all of us. It's a very unique experience for each and every one of us. But hopefully, listeners, and, you know, there's a lot of people that shy and dance around or shy away from that word hope. I don't. I embrace it because I think hope is where there's light, that there is hope. And it might only be, you know, faint and... And, and quite dim at the moment, but 2022 is going to give us that opportunity to open up our hearts, and, and we don't actually have to wait till then. Remember, 86,400 moments, we can do it in a split second, split second, listeners. So, Scott, my closing, um, I don't know what the word is, and I'm not going to fumble and bumble for a word, is this. So I want you to imagine, we've just met in a hotel reception, And we're talking and we've clicked. And then we get into the lift to go to the next floor. Now, it takes that lift 30 seconds to get to the next to the next level. So as we, you know, we've just met and uh, as we're in this lift, I sort of say to you, Scott, do you know, it's been fantastic to meet you. I'll probably never, ever see you again. But, Jay, listen, my friend, just leave me. By the time that this lift gets to the next level and I go left and you go right, never see each other again, maybe. In this 30 seconds, Scott, leave me a message, an imprint, that you can, you know, be like a pebble in the pond, not a fly on the wall, but a pebble in the pond that's going to ripple with me, Scott. Leave me a message in 30 seconds. Give me something that I can take, the legacy of Scott, if you will, the message, the inspiration. What would that be, Scott? Paul, it's been lovely to meet you. Be responsible. You have a choice in life. You can choose love or you can choose fear. I hope you're brave enough to open your heart and choose love. And on that very, very, very poignant note, listeners, we'll come to a close. We'll close off 2021, sending immeasurable love, immeasurable hope. And to quote Scott, keep smiling. And maybe to quote me, keep singing. And remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? 
Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?